0: Welcome to the island. I'm your host, Alvis Samuel, and today, oh my goodness, today, I get it, I haven't been here talking to everybody, keeping the conversation going for for a little while, but I'm back on this bench here on the island. Again, welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and While this time that I've been away from this mic, so much, and I mean so much, has happened. And this is why this show has been created. Because so much of the entire entertainment world has come full force blasted into our everyday life. In the past couple of weeks, now let me calm it down a little bit. Uh, Simmer down. Just, Just a little bit because I need to explain everything as best as I can to 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 everybody of what is going on out there with these athletes that I can go into so much craziness about. We can start with, you know, the Las Vegas Raiders. What in the world is going on with that franchise mr. Mike Mayock can you explain yourself what is going on with this franchise that you are the general manager of you had to get rid of of your head coach and and some may say rightfully so some may say well it was 10 years ago it doesn't matter but it does it but i agree with the side that says it really doesn't matter because he's already gone now he's gone so you had to get rid of your head coach John Gruden because of these emails. Like there was a bunch of them. Say what you want about these emails. They were bad. They had bad names, yada yada yada. There were, there were porn pictures and all this other junk. It was so bad. This e- these all these emails are so bad. And I'm going to give you a little tip of what's going on with these emails that dealing with John Gruden that the Congress Our wonderful government has taken interest in all of these emails that were sent back and forth from John Gruden to others, high upper people in the NFL. You know, like the commissioner, uh, you know, like owners of teams and they have put together a special investigation team. See, this is not being said right now but this investigation team is going to go through all of these emails with a nice fine-tuned pick and go through every last word. And if you don't know how bad this is going to get, it's going to get very bad for the NFL, which is why everything that deals with John Gruden right now, it's very on the hush-hush nobody wants to get involved nobody wants to talk about it but I'll go back into the John Gruden stuff here in a little bit I just want to keep going because there's so much going on in the sports world let me retract that there's so much going on into the entertainment world that it all needs to be said and I want to do my best to get into at least all of it and yes I am going to start a series on all of this stuff and show you how it all connects to each other so again let's step away from john gruden but we'll keep it with the las vegas raiders so what else is happening with those raiders you know well they won a game they won a game that's great after they win a game you know because they got rid of their coach everyone thought they were gonna lose them, but they won this game then all of a sudden, Henry Ruggs, their number one wide receiver, decides to get hammer drunk. Take his car and go about a hundred, I believe I, I heard it was about 152 miles an hour. And not only does he kill a person, and he kills apparently he also killed a dog. But he is now in prison for his manslaughter of a DUI. The Raiders had to cut him. Obviously, rightfully so. I'm not going to get on this high horse like I've heard a lot of other you know, networks say. Uh, oh, it's good. He should never play in the NFL again. He killed people, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get on that high horse. Because... We've all made mistakes and I'm pretty sure that he's very hurt over this. And I'm, I'm not giving the guy a pass by no means because who's really hurt are the fam- is, is the family of this one who passed away. They are the ones who should be getting the spotlight and everyone should be coming to their, their defense. At the same time, though, nobody's perfect. And there's many and multiple people in the past that made mistakes like this. And they were able to rebound. And I do hope that he is able to rebound once he gets out of prison. Because he's going to get out. And he's able to rebound. I don't know if it's going to be with the NFL or what it's going to take for him to get back in the NFL. If that's something that he wants to do. But... I do hope he does rebound from this. And he learns from it. I I, I do. Now let's move on. And we're staying with the. Wonderful Las Vegas Raiders. Staying with the team. The first team in the NFL. Who had the first. Openly gay football player. To come out. During this year. During the season. Why do I say that? Because it's. You know, I'm not saying it's funny, but it kind of is because you had a head coach who apparently hates gay people. But yet he had a, you know, gay person on his team. He hates black people, but, you know, most of the guys on his team are black. Um, I'm, I'm just, you know, throwing things out there. You know, his he goes to a church and the senior pastor at his church is a black man but i'm pretty sure that information's not going to go out there you know for everybody but let's keep going cuz the raiders are you know they're trying to one up everybody in the oh no we're screwing up category now what else is going on with these raiders well another number 1 draft pick um he decides to jump up on social media and show off his guns. And you might think, you know, I read it, I was like, okay, the guy's trying to take his shirt off, starts flexing, that's what I was thinking. But then I keep reading in the headlines, no, they're actual weapons. And not only is she showing off his beautiful rifles and guns and stuff like that, his weapons, But he then starts to, you know, threaten someone's life. So the Raiders cut the man. Good. I see the Raiders are starting to realize that they are getting a lot of bad headlines lately. Maybe they should fix some stuff out there, Mr. Mike Mayock. But I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Raiders and now go back to John Gruden. Because this is the main part of this whole story. And going back to this little thing and, and if you listen to my last episode it was the wrong circle the, having the wrong people around you and John Gruden I don't know what all happened or how these emails came out but I'm telling you now this man is not gonna go down without a fight I'm saying that now they're they're trying to get rid of this guy make this man the the uh, fall guy, but there's a reason why Congress got involved because there's more there than just you know John Gruden. He's not by himself. These emails go back and forth to Mr. Allen, who used to be the uh, uh, the, the head of football operations for the Washington Football Team. If you recall, he's been. Fired a few years ago for a lot of sexual harassment towards a lot of females in the organization for the Washington football team. And he was let go. This all ties into a lot of owners, Mr. Daniel Snyder, who's a part of these emails. Obviously, he's a part of the team because Daniel Snyder owns the team. And then John Gruden apparently also with these emails has um, um, pictures of females showing their breast, And the word is that these females are cheerleaders and some of these cheerleaders, and I'm going to be very careful on how I'm saying this, kind of careful, because... From the sounds of it, some of this stuff goes very deep and is very disturbing. And they're making John Gruden the fall guy for all of this, even though a lot of it goes so high up that it's the owners who are trying their hardest to keep everything out of the light when it comes to these emails. Because if it's they can keep it to John Gruden and get him out of here, then let it all go. However, like I said, there's there's something brewing in these waters. And I've said a long time ago, a while back, that this is not over. And I want to tell everybody what is truly going on and what I truly believe that they're looking at. And actually, I am going to tell you what's going on, what they're looking at. They're looking into an investigation. Is the NFL part of a sexual trafficking ring that they have cheerleaders going back and forth? So the cheerleaders are the cherry on the top Sorry for that phrase, but that's what kind of what it is to make some of these ownership deals get done. And a lot of it deals, yes, with the Washington football team. And now it's getting to the point to where owners are wanting Dan Snyder to not be part of the NFL they are trying to do it very quietly to push him out of the NFL to get him to get re- to just get him out. He needs to sell the team. He needs to get he somebody else needs to take over this entire franchise, and, and that's where they're at with the NFL and the John Gruden saga, and and yes, Roger Goodell is a part of this because apparently. Roger Goodell knows all about it. He's seen all the emails, and he's done absolutely nothing to these owners that show this type of behavior. And that is one of the main reasons why Congress now is getting involved and why they put up this special House investigation Of what is truly going on in the NFL and if the small whispers are right and there is this sex ring going on in the NFL I'm telling you right now you're basically seeing the last of it because they're going to tear this thing apart and break it down and all of these skilled NFL players who have nothing to do with this, even some of the, a lot of the cheerleaders have nothing to do with it. But there are those bad apples and it seems like, you know, they're the ones who are going to take this whole juggernaut down, you know. Now let's stick on this subject. Let's stick on this subject of, you know, the sexual nature of. Of the NFL and what they know. Why am I sticking on this subject? Because I barely have mentioned anything at all about Deshaun Watson. Why is that? I, I I had a conversation with a friend and he asked me, You haven't really meant you mentioned it, but not a lot. Why is that? Because I I I have something that's going on that I'm seeing and a lot of people aren't realizing this with Deshaun Watson there was a settlement that was agreed upon that he was going to pay all of these women and they were not going to go to court it was he was gonna give them the money and it was gonna be hush hush here you go we're done with this however However, Deshaun Watson wanted also everyone to know everything from top to bottom about everything. He's already in the bad light, so it can't get any worse for him in his mind. So why not just tell the whole story? So. You think, okay, yeah, that sounds about, that sounds fair. He's going to pay them, and the, he wants the entire story out there. Well, lo and behold, the women that the, are, are accusing Deshaun Watson of all these sexual allegations turned around and said, no, we don't want that. We want it done, We don't want anyone talking about this. Basically, we want this money and everything has to disappear. Basically, they want hush money. But why is that? Well, let's look at this. A lot of these ladies, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of these ladies that are doing this, that that are saying these sexual allegations, there's a little whisper out there in the Houston area And with this whisper comes this story with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, I'm not saying this is factual, but this whisper is saying that Deshaun Watson is addicted to sex. Okay, whatever. And a lot of these masseuses, these massage ladies that are giving him massages are actually prostitutes escorts and they don't want that out in public now i'm not saying anything to dismiss anything from deshaun watson because there's actually out of all of the allegations there's only been one proven one that was factual only one out of the 22 only one and the one allegation that's proven to be true is that he wanted this sexual favor and she declined and then she left did he get a little aggressive about it yes he did but she still left and that was the end of the story Or the end of their encounter. And she got a lawyer, rightfully so. She felt uncomfortable. So she should be able to sue. And she would win. But this lawyer got very greedy. And asked, hey, we could get a lot of money out of this guy. A lot of money out of this guy. Do you know anybody else who he... Likes to see. And they started digging and digging, and all of a sudden, all these women appeared. And they said, yeah, we'll be a part of this. And I guarantee you, this lawyer said, you will all get paid and none of y'all will actually have to go to court because he will settle outside of court and that'll be it. And we will all get some money out of this. Let's not forget this guy makes hundreds of millions of dollars. So we will all get paid. So 22, sorry, twenty-one. Agree that they will go along with this plan Thinking that they would get money outside of court and he would settle which she did however He wanted his name Say what say it is what you want, you know, he likes sex. He's addicted to it and he basically pays for it You know because he can't get enough it is what it is. I'm not trying to belittle that however It's almost like they're trying to, you know, extort money. It's called extortion, and that's what's going on with Deshaun Watson. You know, people are staying away, and they don't want to talk about this anymore because of what now has turned into a. He's going to pay the settlement, but he wants the entire stories of all these women to come out so they know, so everybody knows not just what he was doing, but what these women do. These women said, no, we don't want that story to come out. We just want your money. And we want everyone to think that you are a sexual predator, which he kind of, you know, he pays for sex. He pays for sexual favors. He has this... I I don't know, but it is it is what it is. However, you can't sue the guy just because you want money out of him. And and, and you think this is a great idea, and you would have gotten away with it. Truly. However, he wants the entire story to be said. Now what does this have to do with the entire NFL? Well, there's a lot of people in that Houston team that's with Deshaun Watson that is no longer on that team. They wanted out of there once the Deshaun Watson story <laughs> came up. Kind of tells me they that they kind of knew what was going on on that team. Knew what was going on with all these females Being brought in for the star quarterback. And they wanted no part of it. So they jumped ship and got out of there. DeAndre Hopkins. Watt. J.J. Watt. They all. They're out of there. And you know. So who. Whose fault is all of this? Well we can go to Bill O'Brien. He knew everything. There's a reason why he got cut. And it's not because of him making some of these odd decisions. I'm telling you what's going to happen in the NFL. What is going to happen if all of this is actually brought to light about this so-called sex ring that is known amongst The elite of the elite in the NFL. And Mr. Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, did absolutely nothing to the owners, to the general managers, to the head coaches that knew all about this and was part of this. He did nothing to them. However, what he did do was come down very hard on the players when they screw up. However, when it's the owners, it's like a little slap on the wrist. Let's move on. So that's what's going on right now with the NFL. Now, kind of sticking with the NFL, we're going to transition all of this into Colin Kaepernick. Oh, my gosh. Aren't we tired of talking about Colin Kaepernick? Yes, the original. Sorry, he's not the original who kneeled. The original was actually here's a little history for you. Tim Tebow, the first one to actually kneel was Tim Tebow, and now Colin Kaepernick has taken all of that over. Even though yes, Tim Tebow was kneeling for a different reason, but he was still kneeling. Either way, let's go into the Colin Kaepernick in this wonderful Netflix limited series that he has. You know, I believe it's called Black and White. I've only seen a couple of the episodes. Uh, I believe the first three I've seen. And, oh my goodness. If you're talking about this guy wants justice and equality across the board. Boy, this is not the show for you. Because it is showing how big of a hypocrite Colin Kaepernick is. And it's very subtle stuff, very subtle, and it's so subtle that you might not catch it. But also, at least in the first three episodes, it's it it gives me, at least gives me the feeling he really does hate his parents. Oh my goodness, this man hates his mom hates his dad. He hates everybody who is white. I mean, goodness gracious, if you want to talk about someone who's racist, it's Colin Kaepernick. Dude, seriously, come on, man. In the very beginning, the first episode, he, he literally compares the NFL combine to slavery. They're measuring the measurements, seeing how big, how strong you are. No, this is a great guy. He's he 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 can do all he can do all the work. He's going to do all the work Uh, And comparing all of that to how they did this with slavery. And he's showing he's showing basically all the African-American descendant athletes, black athletes in the NFL that they're doing this to. But I have an argument about that because, you know, the NFL is not 100% black people. They're not just doing it to just black people in the NFL. They're also doing this to the white people too, to the Asians, to the Mexicans, to whatever race you are. They're doing this too, and it's not because of they want to they're they're doing this to to belittle you and degrade you, which is kind of what Colin Kaepernick is throwing out there. However, these are measurements to see your athletic ability, because they're going to give you multi, they're going to give you a multi-million dollar contract if you're good. And even if you're not good and you get on a team, you're still going to get around $250,000 just to play and sit on the sideline. Man, the the practice squad gets paid $80,000 for 16 weeks out of the year. Wouldn't you like to get paid $80,000 just to work 16 weeks out of the year? Man, that would be lovely, And all you gotta do is show people how far you can jump. see this is this is the the craziness that's going on, and people are eating this mess up, and it's stuff like this, and I'm not one of them, but however, it's stuff like this that Colin Kaepernick is doing. Like, this is uh, uh, the biggest atrocity I've ever seen. Why are you comparing slavery to the NFL combine? They have nothing, nothing to do with each other. Nothing alike. But yet you want to try to make that comparison because you have some sort of some sort of hatred towards white people. And, 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 And it's basically disgusting now let's keep moving on through his netflix thing just the first three episodes he basically called his mom stupid and ignorant he didn't use those exact words however he that's exactly the picture that he's painting because she didn't know anything about cornrows the hairstyle. And apparently Colin Kaepernick wanted to look just like Allen Iverson. And he wanted that look. And his mother didn't want him to go basically to the hood to get that look. But she didn't say no to the look. She said, if we're going to get this look, let's do it and get it done with a professional, not some high school girl who lives out here let's go to a professional and get it done that way but yet Colin Kaepernick is making it seem like his mom is very ignorant naive and stupid and all this other junk and that she's racist and has this little oh my gosh I'm fearful thing no it, it kind of doesn't no she, she's not she just wants her son to get it done professionally it's It's very odd that he's making these assumptions even on his own parents who raised him that's that's the odd part and then he's talking about on one of the episodes where he's talking and saying how these that all the black people are serving everybody and and it's such an injustice and as he's talking he's sitting on a bench wearing all black sitting down like he's the coolest person on the planet and then all of a sudden this waitress walks up to him and hands him a glass of alcohol I'm guessing it could be juice. I don't really know if it's alcohol, I don't know. But it's a fancy glass and it has fa- and it's a fancy looking drink. So I'm just gonna go on the assumption, I could be wrong, but I'm gonna go on the assumption that it is alcohol. And as he's saying all of this about black people being servants, the lady that's handing him this drink is white. And he's saying it in a way that today we should start belittling white people. That was the last of the Colin Kaepernick crap that I saw. That's it's on Netflix. If you want to look at the whole thing, go for it. It's disgusting. It's very horrible. On what he's doing. With that series. And. and What's very upsetting about it. I get it. He is not using curse words. And not using horrible language. However. No one is protesting that. If you see the tone. In what he is doing. It is. Straight racist from the jump. It's bigotry at its finest. That's what he's doing, and that's what he's spreading. However, everybody wants to get in, all up in arms and upset about the Dave Chappelle special, The Closer. When if you're actually, and I get it, he's using bad and horrible language. That could hurt your feelings. And I get it. However, if you really look at it and listen to what he's saying. He is saying, I will no longer do this until everybody realizes that I am just joking and I want everybody to have fun and we all need to laugh together. No one heard that one of his best friends committed suicide who was also transgender because in his mind, in his mind, this friend had his back while the transgender community was attacking him. And this transgender had his back as a friend should and then that same community started attacking his friend who was also transgender. And then later committed suicide. And then he wants everyone after all of that, he says, I want still all of us to see what's going on. And can we just in short get along and can we laugh together? But that is the one that everybody's protesting because he says some 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 hurtful things. That that hurts my feelings because you called me gay. It hurts me because you called me gay. Even though I I am gay. That, that's what people are saying. And I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, like let's get real. Let's be honest about it. What is he truly saying? But that's what you want to get mad at, not at the guy calling Kaepernick, who is truly spreading bigotry and hate all over the world right now. Yes, his message when it first started, like I said, when it first started, it was a nonviolent protest against police brutality. I believe everybody can get on board with that. Regardless of your race, everybody could get on board with that. But then, all of a sudden, he turns this ugly head that he has into this hatred of all white people, even his own parents, and nobody is talking about that. That's a shame. It's sad. The entertainment business is is crazy. Now let's stay in the entertainment business and let's go to Houston let's go to this concert I believe it was called Astroworld festival um i, I I'm not too sure what it's truly called, but the rapper Travis Scott and to be one hundred percent honest to you i i i I seen the guy's face I might have heard. A song or two of his. I don't know. Um, honestly, I don't know. I really don't listen to a lot of music anymore. I I just don't. So if he's a newer, if these are newer musicians, I just don't know. I don't. However, apparently he's very popular. And with popularity, being a musician, we all know where that goes, So he has a concert and it's so packed and people are running and bumping into each other, falling over, that people are getting trampled on, suffocating. Eight people died. Over 300 people were injured and it was horrible, a horrible situation. And everyone's getting on Travis Scott. He should have stopped the concert until all these people got help. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, he could have. And and to be honest, I agree to that to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Because I've been seeing clips of this concert, and I'm just saying clips, not the entire concert because I don't care to see the entire concert. But I'm seeing clips before Mr. Scott gets on the before anybody gets on the skates. as soon as they open up the gates to let people in how people are running through the gate bumping into the gates breaking them knocking them over knocking them down then their security guards like dude y'all need to stop running and they're pushing the security people out of the way whose fault is that. He's not even on stage yet. And this is how the crowd is acting. And then it gets packed. He comes out on stage. It's hot, it's cramped, people are falling over, people are stepping on people and things like that. And and and, and it's a horrible, it's horrible. It's so horrible. An ambulance had to get in there. And the I get it. Travis Scott could have saw the ambulance. I don't know if he did or didn't. I don't know. I wasn't there. However, the crowd saw the ambulance. And instead of the crowd giving way to a person who could be dead or dying, and they could have saved the person's life, the crowd decides to jump on top of the ambulance and starts dancing on top of the ambulance. Security's trying to pick up bodies of people to get the bodies out while people are, you know, doing what they always do, recording it. They are recording this mess instead of just getting out of the way to help save a person. Then there's a video of a section of the crowds yelling, stop the concert, stop the concert. How about, okay, yeah, you could say that, but you can also help. There's no rule book on if a person falls, the, the musician has to stop his concert. How about you just be a decent human being and help that person up so they don't suffocate to death or they don't get stomped to death? Everybody's throwing all of this stuff out. Well, look at these musicians on what they did. They stopped their whole concert and wouldn't even start again until they helped that person up. That's great. That speaks more upon that one individual against a multitude of people who saw that person fall and refused to help them up. Do you really have to be told To do something nice for somebody else or to just do something that could save somebody else's life? Do you have to be told or can you do it because you are a decent human being? Apparently, you have to be told. Which now goes into let's keep going. Like I said, I got a lot to get into. But now this all goes into the vaccines. You have to be told. You do what you're told. And those who don't comply, huh, you belittle them. Right. And Rogers, Kyrie Irving, the list goes on and on. you, 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 you just come at them. I get the Aaron Rodgers because, yeah, he kind of manipulated the whole thing and manipulated everybody. Everybody was thinking he was vaccinated, but not. He was not. Basically, he lied. So I get the anger when it comes to someone lying. However, you know, I'm pretty sure you've lied a lot of times, more than once. I'm pretty sure. We all have manipulated a situation more than once. I'm just saying, he's human. It is what it is, he's human. And and he doesn't wanna get vaccinated. That's his choice. Everyone who wants to be vaccinated or felt pressure to get vaccinated, they all got vaccinated by now. But those who have said, I'm not going to do this either until I truly see the long term effects and there's nothing you can say to any of them to convince them to get vaccinated. They're just not going to do it. And a lot of them could be telling the truth. I want to see the long-term effects. I'm one of them. I just want to see the long-term effects. There's nothing, there is no scientific evidence out there that shows the long-term effects of this vaccination. We don't know. It just came out. We don't know how we're going to, how any of these people are going to respond to this vaccination two years from now. We don't know the, those implications. We don't. So stop fooling yourselves and thinking that we do when we don't. But let's go back to Aaron. Rod- he just doesn't want to get vaccinated. OK, he's not going to play because he tested positive. That was the rule. So he didn't play for the game. It might be two games, but either way, he's not so, so, So what's the big deal? What is the big deal? Because one person didn't do what he was told to do. Why are you all getting so upset about it? What is the big deal? This is not a, a a do as you're told. Everyone needs to do as they're told. Some of us people won't do what we're told to do. Some of us, and I put myself in this category, if I don't feel the need or if I feel like something's off or it is my right to not do this, I'm not going to do it. There is nothing you can do or say to make me do something I don't want to do. Yes, the majority of y'all have done it and I'm not going to bash anybody for getting the vaccination and I'm not going to bash anybody for not getting the vaccination. You did what you felt was right for you to do. You got the vaccination because you felt that it was the right thing for you to do. Those who did not get the vaccination felt that it was the right thing for them to do. Point blank. That's it. We don't need to completely go off the handle and destroy people, call them out of their names because they didn't wanna do something. That they felt the need that they did not have to do. They felt the need that this is my right to do. There's no mandate that's going to force me to do something that I don't feel like it's safe for me to do. And what's funny about all of this, if this was truly the case, I want everybody to ask yourself. This vaccine just came out. How many of you who got this vaccine are the exact same way when it comes to the flu shot. I know a lot of people who don't get the flu shot, but they're more upset about the COVID than the flu. That that's That's the astonishing part about all of this. Everybody is so concerned on the next person. Everybody is so concerned on what someone else is doing or what someone is not doing that no one is really focusing on themselves to see what they can do to help just themselves. And if that is something that you can personally do, that means you can get your own affairs in order. So that way you can make yourself be safe. And, and, and that's the problem. That is the big issue right now. Nobody wants to actually look at themselves. Everybody wants to look at everybody else. And when you're looking at everybody else, here's the big getcha. I got it. When you're looking about at looking at everybody else, the oops, the mistakes that start happening. You forget to put your own affairs in order. You forget to make yourself safe. You forget about your own safety. You forget that no one else is truly looking at you and no one cares about you. So if you stop caring about yourself, then what are you doing? Let's get ourselves in order. Let's get our own life in order and stop pointing the finger at these other people, famous, rich, or not. Let's Stop pointing the finger at them and saying, look at what they're doing. And start pointing the fingers at yourself. What are you doing? What am I doing? What are we doing to actually truly help ourselves and everybody else around us? Get yourself in order. And as you are looking at yourself and getting yourself in order, ask yourself this. Are you looking at these famous rich people, athletes, musicians, actors? Are you looking at them and expecting them to save you? Are you looking at them... Like they're the ones who are your God, because I got a news flash for you. By the way, huh, that is my favorite saying. Oh, by the way, these famous people won't save you. Don't look at them to be your God, to be your savior, because if you do, they're going to lead you straight to your own demise. Just keep that in mind. Again, get yourself in order. Get your own affairs in order. That is what you need to do. Stop looking for these other people to save you. Save yourself by just doing that simple thing. Again, this is The Island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and I want to thank you for being on this island with me. In this conversation with me Join me again on the next episode Trust me, you're going to love them all You're going to love every last one of it You can find me on Facebook At A.S. The Island uh, Twitter and all that good stuff I'm trying to get all that stuff going up um, Don't ask uh, everything Because I can't give you all the answers right now However, thank you Find me, all that good junk And again, I am your host Albert Samuel And this is The Island